0: what happened after jesus rose from the dead well in our last session we looked at summaries and stories of jesus's appearances to his disciples after his resurrection in this session we're going to look at what happened after that acts 1 3 says that he presented himself alive uh, to them that is to his disciples after his suffering his death by many proofs appearing to them during 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God. But what happened after that? That's what we're going to talk about this time. We're going to look at Jesus' ascension into heaven and then his session at God's right hand. Now, if you happen to be a part of our uh, book discussion here at the church, we discussed The Ascension of Christ by Patrick Schreiner. Great little book. Um, Some of the things that we're going to talk about, I probably saw or learned first um, through that little book, so I want to give him credit. But uh, we're going to be looking at some key passages from the scriptures to see what the Bible wants us to know about the ascension and the session of Christ so first we're gonna look at the ascension of Jesus Jesus of course is not still here on the earth physically bodily present uh, because he's God he's omnipresent right that he's uh, present everywhere he's with us uh, but in terms of his uh, bodily presence right that he's not here on the earth anymore and his ascension brought an end to his earthly ministry. I think this is one of the things that Shriner brought out. The Gospel of Luke ends this way, right? So the Gospel of Luke, like all four of the Gospels, tells the story of Jesus's uh, life and death and resurrection. And the Gospel of Luke also ends with the ascension of Jesus. So in Luke 24, starting in verse 50, it says, and he led them out as far as Bethany and lifting up his hands, he blessed them While he blessed them, he parted from them and was carried up into heaven. So after Jesus had appeared to his disciples over that period of 40 days that Acts 1-3 talks about, Jesus was taken up into heaven, right? Luke says carried up into heaven. And then Luke tells us the story of his ascension at greater length in the book of Acts. Remember that Luke wrote Acts as well as the gospel of Luke. And in Acts chapter 1, beginning in verse 9, It says when he had said these things, as they were looking on, he was lifted up and the cloud took him out of their sight. And while they were gazing into heaven, as he went, behold, two men stood by them in white robes and said, men of Galilee, why do you stand looking into heaven? This Jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will come in the same way as you saw him go into heaven. So Luke links for us the ascension of Jesus with the return of Jesus. So Jesus has departed. He has bodily ascended into heaven and he is going to come back. He is going to physically, bodily return at some time in the future. We don't know when that will be, but Christ is going to return uh, just as he went, right, just as he ascended, the same Jesus is going to come back in the same way those two men, the two angels, said to the disciples as they were looking up into heaven where Jesus had gone. All right, so Luke uh, tells us um, at the end of Luke and the beginning of Acts that Jesus has ascended into heaven. So the, uh, the story of the ascension helps us answer the question, well, where is Jesus now? If we read the story of his birth, life, death, resurrection, he came back to life. He was raised from the dead, never to die again. So where is he? Well, he's in heaven. He has ascended back into the presence of the Father. Now, what is he doing in heaven? What is his position or what is his place and what is he up to, so to speak? In heaven. Well, that takes us to what we call the session of Christ. The session, uh, of course, you may have you've heard this. You may have heard this before, but uh, when you go into a courtroom and the judge comes in, everyone's told to rise, and then when the judge sits down, you're allowed to. Be seated because the court is now in session. It's in session because the judge is seated. The session of Christ refers to the fact that Jesus is seated in heaven at God's right hand. So again, if we want to know where is Jesus, the Ascension tells us he's in heaven. The session tells us he's seated at God's right hand in heaven. So it gets more specific, right? So Colossians 3:1 for example says, "If then you have been raised with Christ, Seek the things that are above where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Do you want to know where Christ is? you want to have your your attention, your focus upon Christ? Where is he? He is at the right hand of God, seated at his right hand. Jesus himself uh, predicted this. He said that this would come to pass in Luke 22, verse 69. He said, from now on, the Son of Man shall be seated at the right hand of the power of God, meaning he's going to be seated at God's right hand. We also see mention of the session of Christ in Hebrews 1, where the author of Hebrews is sort of giving us a summary of who Jesus is. The session is something that uh, we might often leave out of our sort of summary of who Jesus is, or our summary of the story of Jesus. Uh, But the writer of Hebrews um, makes quite a big deal of the session of Christ, not only in this verse, but uh, kind of throughout the book, but in the summary of who Jesus is at the beginning, in Hebrews 1, three, it says this. It says, He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature, and he upholds the universe by the word of his power. After making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high. That's Hebrews 1.3. So again, Jesus uh, is seated at the right hand of God and his session happened after he finished his work of purification, Hebrews 1.3 says. The session of Christ also shows up in the first Christian sermon. So in Acts chapter 2 on the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Spirit came down upon the disciples, and Peter preached the gospel and talked about the death and resurrection of Jesus, he also talked about the ascension of Christ, or excuse me, the session of Christ. So he says, this is starting in verse 33 of Acts 2, "...being therefore exalted at the right hand of God, and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, He has poured out this that you yourselves are seeing and hearing. For David did not ascend into the heavens, but he himself says, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies your footstool. So Peter quotes a psalm of David, Psalm 110 where it says, the Lord said to my Lord, sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. And he says, that Psalm is not about David because David did not ascend into the heavens. So you got mentioned in both the ascension and the session here, actually. David didn't ascend into heaven, right? So who is David saying the Lord was speaking to when he said, sit at my right hand? Well, he wasn't talking to David. He was talking to the one who would be born from david's line who would also be greater than david the messiah the son of god jesus and so peter's saying jesus has been exalted to god's right hand he's seated at god's right hand just like david prophesied in psalm 110 because jesus has been has ascended into heaven exalted at god's right hand and Jesus is the one who has poured out the gift of the Holy Spirit that you are witnesses of this day, uh, the day of Pentecost. Uh, well, why does the session of Jesus matter? Besides just telling us that's where Jesus is, what does it mean, right? What's important about it beyond just knowing where Jesus is, um, uh, where he's located, right? Well, here's what he's doing in his session. Acts, or excuse me, uh, Hebrews ten verse 11 and 12 says every priest stands daily at his service offering repeatedly the same sacrifices which can never take away sins but when christ had offered for all time a single sacrifice for sins he sat down at the right hand of god in other words what the author of hebrews is saying is that jesus being seated at god's right hand indicates that his work of atonement is finished the priests they stand daily offering sacrifice after sacrifice after sacrifice jesus offered a once for all sacrifice and then he sat down why because his work is done his work of atonement is complete his sacrifice that he offered uh, only needed to be offered once it was perfect it was sufficient And so his work of atonement is completed, and that's why he has sat down at God's right hand. Paul also tells us in Romans 8 what Jesus is doing there at God's right hand. Romans 8, 34, he says, Who is to condemn? Christ Jesus is the one who died. More than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. So Jesus died for us. Jesus rose for us. Jesus is seated at God's right hand, and there he is interceding for us that's what jesus is doing even now if you're a believer in christ if you belong to jesus jesus is at the right hand of the father interceding for you that's amazing right uh, one more thing there in his session at god's right hand jesus is ruling over all first peter three twenty-two 22 talks about jesus who has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God, who was uh, with the angel, with angels, authorities, and powers, having been subjected to Him. All right, Let's, let me read that one more time. Talking about Jesus, He has gone into heaven and is at the right hand of God, with angels, authorities, and powers having been subjected to Him. So He is ruling over the angels, over the authorities, over the powers. It's like what Psalm one ten was saying, right? That God was going to put his enemies under his feet as his footstool um so uh not only uh enemies right but angels authorities and powers assuming some of those angels are uh good angels not fallen angels uh, perhaps that it would be not only enemies but also uh servants right the angels under his uh, having been subjected to him And then one more passage, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 20 to 23, makes the same point as 1 Peter. It's talking about the, the power of God that he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him his head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. So again, there you have the mention of Jesus' resurrection, Jesus' session at God's right hand in heaven, um, and then that he's above now. Paul says, all rule and authority and power and dominion. Right? So all those things are under him. He is ruling over all. And that's for our good, right? Uh, he says he put all things under his feet and gave him as head over all things to the church. So that's believers, right? So, um, Jesus' session is in the Bible a lot more right, than we often realize. It's a significant uh, part of what the Bible teaches us about Jesus, about where he is now and what he's doing now. He's ruling over all. He's interceding for us. His work of atonement is done. And he is seated in that position of um, power and authority and exaltation there at God's right hand now that he has ascended into heaven and one day he will return now we're going to finish up our uh what happened after the resurrection a little series next time we're willing by talking about the day of pentecost and the sending of the spirit god bless